0: travel
1: squad podcast we're four friends that grew up together in the same small town we followed each other to san diego and now we adventure the world together
2: one passport stamp at a time
1: we're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures
2: even if it starts with your own backyard i'm jamal
1: Brittany, kim and i'm dana and And we're the travel squad Squad Podcast. podcast
3: so grab your tickets
0: your passport
2: and don't forget your travel insurance
0: and prepare for takeoff
3: what's up travelers hey. hey everybody welcome to episode 11 of the travel squad podcast today we're going to talk to you about an epic road trip that we planned there's Uh, Highway 1 in California is this iconic road that's known around the world for being one of the most beautiful road trips that you can take up the California coast. We were so amped to go on it. It's going to be this amazing trip. And
2: we didn't end up going on the trip.
3: Yep, that's right. (laughs) Do
2: you know why we didn't end up going on the trip? Because one week before our scheduled trip, El Nino was happening over here and we had torrential rainstorms just causing so much chaos through all of California and I'm pretty sure a lot of places across the U.S. just as well. And so the California 1 highway runs along the Pacific Ocean and because of all the rain, there were mudslides that had actually washed part of the highway into the ocean and it blocked our route that we were going to be taking and hindering our road trip.
0: So two days before the trip, we, aka me, was scrambling to come up with a (laughs) different itinerary so that we could still go on a road trip and improvise instead. That's right. We
1: don't give up, travelers, and we sure as hell don't take no for an answer. So because of your host that gets shit done, we were able to create a revised Mm -hmm. itinerary to San Simeon State Park, Bixby Bridge, and hiking in Pinnacles National Park.
3: It was kind of just a figure it out as we go along kind of a trip.
2: Yeah, we had a general idea of what we wanted to do. But as we were on the trip, we kind of figured things out on the fly. I think Pinnacles was decided day of because we were like, well, let's just get to where our hotels already booked. And then from there, we're going to look to see what we can do because we had booked hotels and. I believe one of them was a non refundable because we always try to do non refundables if we can, but sometimes it's just not possible. And we're like, because they're (laughs) cheaper. Because (laughs) I
0: gotta save that
3: dollar.
2: And so (laughs) we're like, well, shit, I'm not gonna let my fucking money go to waste. I'm gonna stay in my hotel. So we made it happen.
3: Yes. Exactly. To give you a little bit of context about this storm, they called it the worst storm we'd had in 20 years. Yeah, in 20 years. (laughs) And before
0: the trip, I was at work and the lights were flickering in my building. And everyone at my building was saying like, you know, if you can leave early, try to leave Mm -hmm. early so that you don't get stuck in traffic, you don't get stuck in the rain, because we were expected to have no
3: electricity for a while. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got let out of work early to go in a... Get home to safety out of the rain. But did I go home to safety? No, we packed up the car and took off in the worst storm California had seen in the last 20 years.
2: It was a fucking El Nino, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what more to great. say than that. It was El Nino-esque. It was ridiculous.
1: Like all of our weekend trips, it's on a Friday after work. So Jamal, our handy dandy driver, picked up Kim, me, and Brittany. And where did we go, guys? Costco. Costco was yeah. the first
0: Costco stop. Costco pizza. We love to pick up a Costco pizza for a road trip. Well, we
3: had we a, a lot of... Costco a lot on our trips. <laughs> Why not?
2: Well, we're always filling gas there. It's the cheapest gas, but that's besides the point. So, yes, we got off a little bit early from work because of the rains that day, but we knew we were going to have a long drive ahead of us because the straight direct route that we were going to take, clearly we had to go around the portions of California Highway 1 that were closed because of the mudslides, et cetera. So we didn't want to take any additional time later on the road to actually stop to eat. So we said, well, before we get out of San Diego, Costco's on the way. Let's get that whole Costco pizza and just eat it in the car, which by the way, from a safety standpoint for me. <laughs>
3: <with all> the, <laughs> just to with, add to the yeah, unsafety, With all
2: the rain coming down, and like, let me just eat and drive at the same time.
3: <laughs> so we get to
0: Costco and we had ordered the pizza and it is pouring down rain and there's nowhere to park. The parking lot's full. So Jamal just pulls as close as he can up to the food court window. And I run out and I, by the time I bring
3: back the, the pizza, I and you both. (laughs) Me and you both were drenched.
2: Like when you came back in, I thought the pizza box was literally going to (laughs) disintegrate because of how wet it was. I thought like it was all just going to flop out.
1: So with that weather, let's hit the road.
3: (laughs) So yeah, we found out that the road was closed and the bridge. I think the bridge collapsed, and that was part of the reason. Yeah, it did. Obviously, the.
0: Bridge and Big Sur
3: collapse. Yeah, so we we didn't really understand the extent of the damage when we found out the road was closed. I think
2: you didn't understand the extent (laughs) of the
3: damage. (laughs) Because I said to Brittany, like, this is stupid. I was so mad. It's like, they should just let us take it at our own risk, but... After we came back and saw the pictures of the road, there was clearly no fucking way any car was getting through that road. There
2: was no road. There was no
3: road. (laughs) It was in the ocean.
2: I mean, how long did it take them to fix it after? I think like
3: eight months. Yeah.
2: They had to
3: rebuild the bridge. By
2: the time the bridge collapsed, the roads collapsed, obviously just regular mud coming over. It took eight months to get the full highway back up and running.
3: So our
0: first stop was... San Simeon. And we picked this because it was about halfway between San Diego and Big Sur. And I believe this was a hotel that we reserved and it was non-refundable because, you know, we we're going to save a dollar. So we were going to stay there anyways. And the entire way up driving to our hotel, we were hydroplaning.
2: Yeah. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. do remember at one point we were driving. Luckily, I was done eating the pizza by that point. I had both <laughs> hands on the wheel. But we and we weren't even going that fast because one it's after work on a Friday kind of going up through LA area There's always going to be traffic on that regardless, but I was in the far left lane So the fast lane and clearly the dividers right there And that's where they have the drainage sometimes for the freeway as well for all the water But there was just so much that it couldn't go down and that's where it was collecting And I ran over it and I was like, holy shit, did anyone just feel that hydroplane? And Mm -hmm. we did it numerous times, but that one was really intense because I've done it before, but it's always like, oh, I can tell, but that wasn't that bad. But that was the first time that I did it that I actually thought to myself like, holy shit, I could really have crashed right here, you know, unless you've never done it. And on an intense scale, like I really don't know how to describe the feeling of hydroplaning and what you feel in the steering wheel and the pedals itself. It's intense.
1: Scary. Yeah. Felt like the entire highway was flooded.
2: But didn't we get in to the hotel at San Simeon really late? As a matter of fact, didn't you, Brittany, have to message the check-in because check-in closed at ten o'clock, and he had to leave a key for us under the mat, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, so I was looking at our check-in instructions, and it said we had to be there by a certain time. And with all of the traffic and with the storm, I messaged the hotel, or I, I think I even called them, and I said we're going to be really late. There's no way we're going to get there by ten. How are we going to be able to check into our hotel? And so he. Told told me what room that we needed to go to and left a key under the mat for us. (laughs) It's like, you're on your
2: own. (laughs) But we, with the rain, we got in there super late. I don't remember how much sleep we got, but it was minimal. And then... At that point, did we already know what we were going to hike? Because again, San Simeon, where we stayed, was originally planned, but we were going to drive further north on the one through Big Sur to do another hike. So since we were there and we couldn't make our way to do that hike up one on Big Sur, we chose another one. While
0: you were hydroplaning, I was researching hikes (laughs) that we could do in San Simeon so that we would be
3: prepared for the next
2: day. So we already knew what we were going to do when we We woke up. We were thinking
3: about doing the castle too, but we didn't end up doing that. Right.
2: I think probably because Kim said,
3: I want to do a hike <laughs> and
2: not do her's <laughs> castle. I,
3: didn't, I think I did, actually. I just, <laughs> just want
1: to throw out steps. there. <laughs> when Jamal made the comment that I don't know how much sleep we got, we're the travel squad, Jamal. It's very highly unlikely that Brittany put sleep on the itinerary.
2: No, I, I doubt <laughs> we got more than five hours.
3: My life motto has always been, I'll sleep when I'm dead.
2: <laughs> or in the backseat of the car. <laughs>
0: It have uh,
2: you and zane are <laughs> notorious for that so,
0: so we good. slept in san simeon and we did the next morning we did san simeon state park and when we woke up
1: guys There was no free breakfast at that hotel. Boom! Major bummer. So sad.
2: So what did we do for breakfast? Probably just fast food?
1: Probably Mickey D's. Mickey D's
2: oatmeal (laughs) (laughs) or McMuffins.
3: That's probably why I needed the hike. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) The hike was pretty cool, though. I'm glad we got to do that. It wasn't hard or anything like that. It wasn't a strenuous hike. It was called the San Simeon Creek Trail.
1: Well, it wasn't strenuous until we had to make our way through the tree that fell down <laughs> the on tree. the bridge, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So even though San Simeon is on the coast, this state park, at least where we did the hike, it was a little bit more inland. So I don't remember seeing the ocean or anything on that. We were almost kind of in eucalyptus tree forest areas that yeah. are notorious for being along the California coast. And we were hiking our way in and there was a bridge that we actually had to cross but it was made difficult because of just all the storms literally a tree had fallen over the bridge and we we're like oh my god are we even going to be able to do this hike because <laughs> the only way to get to the trail was over that bridge and a whole fucking tree was toppled yeah, over on so we it we
3: had to climb in it over it yeah
0: and so I'm really stubborn so I was like I will do this first so I'm climbing through I'm going under these branches over these branches and I'm like busting my way through and like towards the end of it I'm like roaring because I'm trying to get through it and Zayna
1: I was ready to cry I thought it was Zayna
0: was in the back Was, like, was in the back, and she thought that the roar came from a mountain lion.
2: I guess yours was really good if she thought that was a real one. I mean, I remember it, but just as a little bit of preface to our listeners out there, every time we go on a hike... Zena's always worried about mountain lions and bears, bears, depending on where we are. So she, <laughs> she's like, are there bears on this trail? Are we going to get attacked by a mountain lion? I mean, she, she's, she's never con- seen
3: bears or mountain lions she, on she, any trail. She's
2: kind of serious, but at the same time, kind of joking, but more serious. But that doesn't stop her. So I think when she heard that roar, she was like, holy shit, really this time there's a mountain lion.
0: <laughs> she was like, oh my
1: God, guys, did, did you, you guys hear, hear that? <laughs> and I think they probably let me believe it was a mountain lion for a moment, until they finally told me that it was britney but it was like really legit but let that be a lesson that although the fear is there push past the fear and don't let the fear make the decision for you because as much as they love to rag on me for being scared because i truly truly am i'm still gonna do it
2: danger Ninja, good for you danger ninja (laughs) (laughs) hey
0: squatties! we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you liquid iv is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling
2: One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack.
3: We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C.
0: Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon, lime, and tangerine with immune support.
2: It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order, when you shop better hydration today using promo code Podcast at liquidiv.com.
3: Hey, squatties, Let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you.
2: We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone.
0: These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you, so all you have to do is download,
3: book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more.
2: Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today.
0: And that day our hike, it was pretty flat, so we didn't get that good of a workout in. Yeah, and I know you were upset.
2: But it was just nice to be out in the nature and then that different landscape of California.
3: Yeah, it was very pretty and it wasn't raining. No, it It might have been
2: sprinkling a bit. It was overcast, but yeah, we lucked out. It didn't rain.
3: Yeah. So after the hike, we needed to refuel and we had to go more inland because of how the road was closed. And we stopped in Paso Robles and went to a brewery called Firestone Brewery. Probably heard of it. Shout out 805.
2: 805 is one of their beers, just for anyone who is a Firestone Brewery novice. (laughs) And
1: for all you Bachelor Nation fans out there, this is owned by Andrew Firestone, who was the winner of Gin Season, which I think was like season two or season three of The Bachelorette.
2: Early on, did not know that. did not know that. Interesting, wow. I know, I was so
1: excited when we went, and I was like, what? So we drank. Well, Jamal didn't. I didn't drink that much, but after working out.
2: <laughs> didn't drink that much.
1: I did pass out in the car, and I remember you guys saying that no more day drinking for Zane
2: Well, you didn't drink a lot, but for you and your tolerance, you drank enough to pass out in the backseat of the car. Not necessarily being from tired. I think it was a... I'm gonna drunk sleep this off.
1: In all fairness, even if I didn't drink, I would have fallen asleep (laughs) I, I I guess that's true.
2: I guess that's true. But anyway, yeah, so we stopped at Firestone along the way, which is more inland. So like Kim said, because of the road closures, because all of one wasn't closed, it was sporadic closings up along the way. So we had to completely go out of our way from the coast inland and Paso Robles and Firestone Baru was on the way and cut ourselves up north. And I think that added an extra three hours of a drive to what should have been normally like an hour, hour and a half to where we needed to go.
3: It was so close,
0: but yet so far away. (laughs) And the reason why we cut back to the coast is because the one thing that we could still do from our original itinerary was see Bixby Bridge.
2: Yeah, Bixby Bridge is a very famous bridge along the California coast on Highway 1. If you haven't ever seen it, or think you haven't seen it, I promise you, if you Google image it, you will. It's a very iconic bridge, very famous.
3: So pretty. I wanted that picture on my Instagram. So we really didn't- (laughs) It was
2: okay. It was okay. (laughs) So we really didn't do much there other than just go see the bridge. But the bridge cuts across, obviously, an open portion of the, the sea cliffs and it's just really dramatic views to see of the california coast and so it was more so a photo op opportunity for us than anything else
3: that part of the one that we could drive by the bridge was so pretty with the cliffs and the ocean it was beautiful
0: you know uh, one thing that i did notice was a lot of people stop when they can see the first sightings of the bridge And when they take that picture straight on, you're taking it of the bridge going into land. But if you drive a bit farther and get out at a different stopping point, you could take a picture of the bridge with the ocean in the background, which is a better picture. And there were less people there because everyone was at that first stop trying to get their
3: first picture. Pro tip for the Instagram.
0: (laughs) For the grant. So from there we went back to monterey and had dinner at a place called cannery row brewing company and kim was single at the time
3: <laughs> and what was really cool Still about am. This, okay.
0: <laughs> at the time of this
1: recording <laughs> uh, what was cool about this restaurant is the bathrooms are downstairs and so to get there they have a chalkboard right above the stairs and they have chalk for you to write and
2: it lets you graffiti on the chalkboard.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, Jamal, what did you do?
2: I wrote, for a good time, call Kim.
3: <laughs> we had <laughs> and, Kim's permission.
2: <laughs> yeah, we had Kim's permission. but With uh, her
3: real phone number. <laughs> yeah,
2: she let me put her real phone number and on no there. no
3: one fucking called no me. one called it <laughs> was a little bit of a
1: social experiment people don't call those numbers i, I guess. guess
2: people in monterey Rude. just think they're so high class i don't know <laughs> what it is and think like oh i'm above doing something like this but funny Missed little connections funny little side tangent <laughs> as shocked as i was that kim didn't get a call my really good friend josh one time he was at the pier in Oxnard or Ventura, California, and he actually carved my name into the pier saying for a good time call, <laughs> never told me about it, and then all of a sudden, I start getting calls, and I remember one in particular, it's a guy, and he calls, he's like, huh, I heard I could call you for a good time, <laughs> laughing like on the back end, I'm like, what the fuck you is this? You got a Yeah, I got several calls, I was like, what the fuck is this? So then... As a matter of fact, I was actually going home, and by home, I mean up to Northern California where we're originally from, where Josh still lives, and told him, he's like, yeah, I've been getting all these like weird calls, and then he confessed to me that he was actually the one who carved my name and told me when it was which coincided around the times that that I started is getting so the call. Funny. yeah so i'm just shocked that no one called it i feel like when people see really? that there's bound to be somebody that calls maybe because it, right? it was in a
0: restaurant i don't know
2: uh, maybe or maybe the Should've workers in the restaurant the went and erased <laughs> it i mean i don't know anyway that night at the cannery row brewing company we ended up having a nice dinner it was a nice restaurant uh, very Indicative of what you would expect for a restaurant to be on in Monterey's famous Cannery Row, so we had a really good time with that. And then the Cannery
1: Row is uh, right there along the the beach, so that's why it's so nice.
2: Well, yeah, along the coast, along not the like coast. beach beach area, but it's famous because that used to be where they had canning Canine factories factor. in Monterey of like the seafood. So Cannery Row, there nice. you go.
3: Cannery Row, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've said
0: before that when we do these little weekend trips, like we try to get the most out of them. And so
3: Kim's grandparents actually met us in Monterey. Yeah, since they are in Sacramento, and it's only a couple hours, they brought their dogs and got a hotel room at the same place that we did so that we could see them that evening. And then we went to breakfast with them the next day. This is Sunday. They took us to breakfast, which was really nice.
1: You know what I remember about this hotel? I don't think that it had a blow dryer. And Kim was like, what? We don't have a blow dryer. And Jamal looks at Kim and he said, do you want me to go downstairs and get a blow dryer for you? And because I think we were on the second floor and the lobby was pretty far away. And so everyone was like, Jamal, you're such a gentleman. That's so sweet.
2: (laughs) Well, I knew if Kim didn't ask, Brittany would ask for it later. So (laughs) I was kind of like, I might as well do it now before I get too comfortable. Shout out to Jamal
1: for being a gentleman. (laughs)
2: Always try. But yeah, so we had gone to breakfast with Kim's grandparents Sunday morning, and we ended up going to Denny's with them. And if anyone knows, you know, any of our listeners who actually know me personally knows I have a special place in my heart for Denny's, as I used to be a server at Denny's.
3: (laughs) Brittany (laughs) loves Denny's. No
2: special place, but I I enjoy Denny's. Let's put it that way.
3: (laughs) I was hired twice, and I never worked there. There you go. We always make jokes on our trips about... Brittany, you want to go to Denny's? You love Denny's. I don't love Denny's.
1: (laughs) It's okay. I'll say it. I love Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) So after breakfast, we did our next hike, which was Pinnacles National Park. But first we had to get there.
2: Right. So... Pinnacles wasn't even on our itinerary for this road trip. We were supposed to do, what hike were we supposed to do up in Big Sur that morning that we weren't able to do, to do Pinnacles instead?
3: I can't remember what we were what hike we were supposed to do that day, but we never even heard of Pinnacles National Park until we were looking for things to do.
2: Yeah, and we love national parks. I think one of the reasons why we actually never heard of it is because at the time that we went it was the newest national park so originally pinnacles it's actually in california's central valley so we had to get away from the coast a little bit it's about 80 miles southeast of san jose and originally it was a national monument that was designated by teddy roosevelt in 1908 and not until 2013 did it actually become a national park and It gets its name, Pinnacles, from the fact that it was an ancient volcano that has started to erode. And so what's left of it is lots of like little pinnacle spires that actually come up from the mountainside. So that's where it gets its name.
1: Can you uh, tell our listeners what spires are? Because I don't even think I know what those are.
2: <laughs> I mean, just imagine just kind of like a thin mountain. That like, you know what a pinnacle is? I do. That's the spire. Your pinnacle spire just kind of going up into the air.
0: I love national parks. And when we didn't have anything planned on our itinerary and I found out that we were close to a national park and it was on our way back home. Because again, we did this over a weekend. We left on a Friday. We were going to drive home Sunday after our hike. And I found that there was a national park on our way back home. I was like, we're doing it, guys. We're going to do We're doing it.
2: One other claim to fame for Pinnacles National Park is it's actually home to the California Condors, which if anybody knows, are on the brink of extinction. They're actually classified as critically endangered. And originally, there was about 22... California condors left in the wild, and in about 1987, conservationists rounded them all up to do a captive breeding program, and then the plan was to release them out into the wild in different places. And Pinnacles, since it was a national monument at the time, not a national park yet, it was still protected land for it to be a rehabilitation area for them. So in 1992, they actually released some of the condors that were bred in captivity back into the wild, and that was one of the first places that they've done it. Since then, they've actually expanded the release areas of the condors to Grand Canyon National Park and Zion National Park in Utah just as well.
0: And we did get to see some of the condors while we were doing our hike. It was really cool to see one of the park rangers pointed them out to us.
3: Yeah, there was a whole bunch of them.
2: A whole bunch for that area. I mean, I feel like we got really lucky because in the wild, not just at Pinnacles, but again, through all the other national parks where they've released them, there's only about 200, 220 of them, so... To see them, I think, is something special because there's only so few of them left and we actually got lucky to see them.
3: Yeah, it was actually a great experience at Pinnacles National Park, not just for the birds, but there weren't that many people there. It was one of the least populated national parks I've ever been to, and it wasn't storming too bad that day. I think it rained on us a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was cold and drizzling, but it wasn't raining and storming. Yeah,
1: and... But let's be honest, even if it was raining and storming, we still would have done it anyways.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We definitely would have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for this whole trip, for having, I don't want to say ruined because this trip was a blast, but having the original plans altered because of the rain... A lot of the time that we were actually hiking and outside, there wasn't any rain. I think maybe a stretch of 15 minutes here at Pinnacles towards the end of our hike Mm -hmm. before we got back in the car, it started to drizzle, but it wasn't as heavy as the drive up or the preceding weeks that shut down the road.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because it rained so much, Pinnacles was super green. Everything was covered in moss and it just had a really beautiful, lush feel, which is awesome because I have a friend that went in summer. Mm And he said it was deserted and really hot and not pretty whatsoever, which I'm sure it was still beautiful, but go in the winter when it has rained.
0: And I had researched some hikes that I really wanted to do before we had gotten there. But because of the previous rains, there was a hike that I wanted to do that included a tunnel. It was closed and we were unable to do it. So we settled for a different hike. It was called the Juniper Canyon Trail to High Peaks Trail, and it was a 7.1 mile loop through the park.
2: One of my favorite things about that trail, and I think this is when it started to actually drizzle or rain on us a little bit, does anyone remember the part of the trail where they literally carved out uh, little steps in the stone and they had the the chain for you to hold on to
1: mm-hmm. that was going up right
2: yeah that was yeah. at the point where you're going up so uh luckily it wasn't raining too hard otherwise we could have slipped because what like i said they cut out little steps but it's not steps like you think literally they cut out little spots for your toes to fit in, Mm. (laughs) to just get a little bit of grip was really all it was. But I found that to be one of the coolest things about the hike.
1: Yeah. In fact, once we got to the top and started to descend, I think that's where we saw the
2: condors. Yeah. One of my best memories of this trip, I don't think I want to let this episode close out before Brittany tells the story, but what happened... When you were going to the bathroom, Brittany. I,
3: don't, I can't remember the
2: story. I know, i so intrigued. It involves you, Kim. It involves me. It involves yes. you.
0: <laughs> I can't get through this without laughing. But we were at Pinnacles National Park. We were about to visit the visitor center. And there was a bathroom right outside of it. And <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom, of course. So I go inside, go to the bathroom. And I'm about to walk out. And I'm pretty sure that I hear Kim go inside of the stall next to me. So I'm about to wash my hands. I'm walking out and I burp super, super loud. And I say, gross, Kim.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like she's trying to play it off like, oh, it's Kim. Obviously Kim knows it's not herself. But Brittany's like burping like, gross, Kim.
0: Gross, Kim. And there's no response from the stall next to me. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I walk outside, and I see
3: Kim standing next to our car. And I just blame this on someone else, a stranger. This lady's like,
2: this lady's crazy. There's no one else in here. Well, yeah. well, I was waiting for Brittany outside of the bathroom just as well. And before she even saw you she started to tell me the story like guess what I just did like I just had a really loud burp and then I blamed it on Kim because she's in there too I was like gross Kim and i was like what, what are you talking about and she's like what you don't think that's funny and I was like Brittany Kim's over there because I had a view of the car <laughs> where Kim was at and then that's when Brittany got a little blush red and realized like oh my god like I just totally burped in front of a stranger <laughs> and tried to blame it on them so and If you're
0: listening and you're the lady in the stall next
1: to me, I'm sorry. (laughs) It just makes me laugh because Kim, everyone just always thinks you're in the stall next to them because Jamal did that on the Inca Trail too.
2: (laughs) It happens. What are you going (laughs) to do?
0: So we're at Kim's favorite part of the episode. Yeah.
3: Questions
2: of the week. Yes.
3: If you guys have any questions about any of our trips or any travel advice you're looking for, you can totally DM us or comment on our Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast, and we will put it in the show or we'll just get back to you on there. All right. So our first question that we did get was, how do you split up driving responsibilities when you do a road trip?
0: Best answer,
3: we don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Best for me. <laughs> it's kind of just expected that I'm always the driver. And I think we touched on this in another episode, not necessarily this direct question, but just overall. I like to be the one to drive, as kind of tiring as it is. I myself feel like it helps the time go by faster than just sitting doing nothing.
0: And Jamal's a terrible backseat driver.
2: Yeah, because you guys are terrible drivers. That's exactly what I want. I'm a great
1: driver. (laughs) And I do volunteer. Well, I tell you, if you ever want me to drive, I will drive. I'll
2: let you drive when we take your car on the road trip.
3: I'll be honest. I don't want to drive, and I shouldn't drive. Through that.
2: <laughs> okay, so then I should rephrase it. I was calling Kim the terrible driver. She just admitted <laughs> it herself and not so many Own words. It.
1: <laughs> but you know, Jamal, he's a great driver. He he obviously handles hydroplaning like a champ. And- Saved our lives. Exactly. He's the, a huge trivia person. So we just give him uh, trivia questions throughout the entire time. And he's like happy as a clam.
3: We always pull up the list of country capitals. Mm-hmm. We're like, Jamal, what's the capital of? Albania. <laughs> and what is it?
2: Tirana. <laughs> really?
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: And he knows he can, them all. <laughs> he can also name the states that touch Canada from In order. west to east and from east to To West, I don't
2: know why you guys are so shocked I feel like if you're an American you should know your geography of your own country to answer the original question I don't know sometimes like Zaina said she does volunteer but I just kind of like to drive I figure it's just kind of my responsibility of the squad to do it I take it happily they keep me entertained with games it's fun
0: (laughs) our next question is do you fight when you're cooped up in the car for that long
1: We don't have time to fight because uh, Kim and I are usually asleep anyway. I'm just kidding.
2: Well, that's very true. And then we'll wake you guys up because it's almost like you guys have your sixth sense. As soon as Brittany tries to snap the selfie with her in it of both of you passed out in the back, one of you kind of like opens your eyes. So there's not a lot of time to fight. Sometimes it'll be more just kind of laughter and ruckus. But I will say this. We don't usually fight, but if we are annoyed with one another, there is the silence that's just known. But then after a little bit, we'll start talking and it's like it never even happened. Yeah. And
1: a little bit of context. Brittany is always in the passenger seat next to Jamal. Because I stay up with Jamal and keep him company. She does. Wifely duties. (laughs) And since she's in the front and Kim and I are in the back and we fall asleep, Brittany is the queen of getting a selfie with Kim and I asleep in the background. so and
0: you guys, we're going to have a highlight reel on our uh, Instagram. W-
1: maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Not. Kim and
2: Zayna have some gems, <laughs> by mean, the way.
1: <laughs> There's some really gnarly pictures of Kim and I asleep in the back seats of the car with seatbelts on our faces, tongues
3: out, drool, <laughs> um, <laughs> five chins on me in some angles. <laughs> uh, I'll make you guys a deal. If you... Comment on our Instagram telling us what you like about this episode. I will DM you a picture of Zaina sleeping in the (laughs) backseat.
1: No, maybe we'll put something on stories. We will not DM
3: anything <laughs> at all. We you don't will, want to yeah.
2: be in anyone's DM, Sana.
1: <laughs> slide in with I'll the sleeping in picture. The oh, wait, wait, you know, I was going to add something. Okay, so I think the only time that I can really think of fighting, and it's not even really a fight, and this is when I had the freak out in China, one of the freakouts that we had in China over the whisper. So if you need a little bit of context, that's episode three for our trip to China. And I had a freak out over not having my, well, I didn't have a freak out, long story, but anyways, I didn't have my whisper and I got super, super frustrated. So when we were on the bus, I gave everyone the silent treatment because I was, Oh, you were pouting. Yeah. I was embarrassed and I was mad. And so finally Kim asked me, Hey, do you have Wi-Fi on here? And then I was like, oh, okay, everything's done. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> so it just takes someone
3: to break the silence and we're good. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else you guys want to share about this trip, then we will say goodbye until next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to our Big Sur, not Big Sur road trip. I hope you loved it. If you have any questions about it, like I said, hit us up and we'll tell you all about it. And I hope that we can redo this trip one day, actually going up the highway one. We,
0: and Big Sur. We
2: just can't plan it for winter, apparently, <laughs> when there could be potential rain, I guess. please subscribe to our podcast everybody leave a review tell us what you'd like tell us what you want to hear and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes
1: and if you aren't already be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Travel Squad Podcast
0: make sure to pack your bags and grab your passports because next week we are taking you to Shanghai Disneyland Shanghai
2: can't
1: Can't wait wait. Yeah,
0: my
3: favorite Disney park bye guys Bye.